We're back today with the the king of life insurance sales, the real Ron Williams. Dude, how are you, man? I'm blessed, man. Thanks for having me. Dude, thank you, buddy. Okay, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you spending some time with us today. How, how's today been for you? Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah? Yeah, amazing. I um, I didn't know what to expect, but I came with an open mind. Yes. And, um, you know, I've just been in the moment observing and, and paying attention and yes. listening. So What's some good. of the things you've noticed? that are, can be some key takeaways for others that are going to jump on and listen to this? Um, that you got a, a very tight system. Yes. You know, and um, a good culture, obviously. Thank you. You know, people are, are very tuned in. Um, and and that, that's really what, what what you need in today's world is, mm -hmm. is to have the right people around you. Yes. You know, and, um, you know, you think outside the box like me. So I love that's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we, we, we do have some... Uh, Similarities for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we have a lot in common. I've enjoyed getting to actually get to know you on a deeper level today, which has been a blast. Um, Ron's been in the business five years, does an unbelievable job, helps a bunch of agents, is from Frisco, Texas, uh, is good buddies with Nate Offert, yes. the Nate Offert. Um, what got you into insurance, man? Uh, I was looking for a residual income. Okay. I think that was what attracted me to the industry. Um, I didn't like insurance at first, so I heard bad yep. things about it, you know. <laughs> But um, but I, I I I like the fact that you can get do something once and get paid over and over. Yes. So I, I was like, yeah, this is this sounds like something that could be up my alley. I was already in the financial sector anyway. Yeah. So, um, but this is just another element. I was kind of limited actually with what I was doing. So then when now you got got this whole insurance ball game, it's like you, yes. you can offer more to your clients. Yeah, it's so, a different game too, isn't it? It is different. Yeah. It's a lot uh, of moving parts. For sure, man. It's it's uh I think it's the greatest career on the planet though. Yeah. You know, it's wild. Um you help a lot of agents getting into the business that are new, um, or that have been in it but they haven't been in it successfully. We get a lot of those on the channel, by the way. All right. Um and you didn't start out did you well, did you start out just totally crushing it, just like top of the food chain right off the bat, or did it take a little bit of time? Um it was kinda of a little bit of both. Because okay. Nate put a lot of pressure on me. So he made me. He does uh, that, doesn't he? Yeah, because you got, you only got one chance to create your story. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and so he. That's yeah. good. So he he he, you know, said, "Hey, we need you to go ahead and hit it hard." But at the same time, uh, the reason why I was I was getting into this is because I wanted to do personal development. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was more of a mindset. Yes. And confidence, and I didn't have confidence coming in. Yes. I had confidence in my other business, but not in insurance. Ah. So. Um, so it was challenging for me, you know, the, the, the peaks and valleys that most agents go through. Yep. Can I do it? Can I not do it? Ego, fear, all these things that you go through, but you don't really want to yes. humble yourself and admit what you're actually going through at the time. Yep. But, um, but for the most part, yeah, the first, first couple of years, I was the number one producer in Nate's team. Boom. Um, but I mean, but to me, I, I, I was expected to do that compared yes. to what, you know, my su success before. I love that. I can relate to that so much with my dad. Like he expected me to be the, the guy, you know, I think yeah. a lot of people need that in their life, by the way. They need somebody that, that, that challenges you, that, that, that reaches, that, that really speaks into you and expects you to do well, yeah. you know? Um, what do you think are some of those things that you did early on to, to get off to a pretty good start and to be number one? Um, Sacrifice. Yeah. You got to give up something to get something. What'd you give up? Uh, sports on Sundays, mm. family time, which that, almost cost me my family. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I, I mean, do you uh, regret that part? Yes. Okay. But not the sports part. Well, because I should have sat down with my family and told them my expectations. I kind of, 
I had it. This is my way or the highway type thing. We're gonna. I'm gonna do this no matter what. But not really. That wasn't fair to my family. So, um, so that was tough. You know, but but you have to give up something to get something. Yes. So. Because um, mortgage protection, you're running evenings and weekends. Yep. Yeah. So you had to work. Had to. They're home. They're not working. Right. Because you're typically what. Um, people up to 65 ish, you know, yep. um, that are working, that have a mortgage re- recently bought a home recently refinanced and they want to cover that mortgage with life insurance. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you getting in front of people in front of people? Was it a lot of like new direct mail leads? Yeah. People that were responding. That's the, that's the only way. I was, yeah. Yeah. Is that still leads. the current way? Yeah. And it works. It works. It works real well. They fill out a form. Yeah. You know, so rocket science, yeah. difficult. <laughs> please, please help me. <laughs> exactly. Please, you know. please, Ron. <laughs> so people still can't sell them though. No. Why, why were you able to? Overcome any objections on the front end. Okay. Developing you, rapport, connecting with clients. Was that being in just sales and business before? Yeah. You yeah. just knew, okay, they, they, they don't mean this crap. Right. Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta learn how to identify with people and I don't care what nationality or what person is you you have to get good at knowing who your client is yes and knowing how to how to connect with them that they feel comfortable that they know that if something happens that um you know they're in good hands yes so that was one thing that that i took pride in i didn't care where you was from or or where what college you went to what degree you had or uh, i was going to find a way to find that that common ground what was some of the things, do you have some go-tos that, that you can share that you do to really find common ground pretty quick with potential prospects? Uh, listen. <laughs> yeah. I think people- Why is that so hard? People talk too much. Yeah. The gift of gab is actually a curse. Yeah. The you heard of, it here first. Yes. People talk too much. Yeah. You know, they, they want to, hey, I'm, I'm, I just got my license. I, you know, I want, I, want, I, wanna, I want you to know how smart I am, right? And just talk, 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 talk. And, you know, really not asking the right questions yes. to listen to what the client is telling you to then solve their need. Yes. You know, so. Can you break that habit if you find a new rep that just won't shut up? If they're coachable. Yeah. If they're teachable. Are you honest with them? Like, hey, I love you. Yes. You talk too much. Yeah. Oh, You're absolutely. yourself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem. Um, so if you need an honest coach and somebody to help you. Apparently this is your dude, man. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And you gotta but you gotta be coachable. Like so you guys are law watching. Um, if you don't if you think you know it all and you don't want, can't learn from anybody else and you aren't willing to put in the work, this ain't your dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not either, by the way. <laughs> right? Well, because it's it's ego, right? If you have ego, you're edging God out. Okay. Ah. And you're and you're coming I've in. I've never thinking, heard that. Say that again. I Dylan, have you ever heard that? Edging God out. Ego. Edging God, God out. out. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's good. Yeah. So you're edging God Boom. out as far as um, as far as understanding that this is a new concept, a new process yep. that you're learning, and um, uh, to to relate to people in this industry is a certain thing, certain tools that you have to learn, certain skills. Yes. And um, you got to be coachable. You got to have thick skin. Yes. I come from, you know, the school to hard knocks. So um, let's talk about that. 
Where, where was that school at? <laughs> That's the streets of Pasadena, <laughs> California. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't graduate with with a, a degree or, or a summa cum laude. Uh, yeah, I didn't do all that. It was <laughs> it was the streets of hard knocks and yeah, a lot of uh, hanging with the wrong crowd and and things like that and getting into a lot of trouble. Yeah. But uh, but over the time, I've learned and progressed and found people to help me. You know, mentors who didn't know they were mentors at the time. Yes. That 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 molded me to who I am today. So. Mm. And what were some of the things they taught you that that you because you, you you listen, as you said earlier, but you listen really well. Like there, there's no ego with you. You're one of the most humble guys for, for earning, you know, the money you make and how well you do. You 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 are possibly the most humble guy we've ever had in the office, by the way. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's a, it's a super compliment. It really is. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it came from a lot of, uh, making a lot of mistakes. Um, I wasn't always like this, yep. you know, I was, I had an ego at, at a point mm. and, uh, I realized that in order to get to where I need to get to where I was looking at people that are successful, like yourself, you know, a certain, you got to carry yourself a certain way and, and be grateful for what people, you know, like I, I felt entitled a lot back in the day wow. right and now i don't feel entitlement anymore mm. so i feel i need to be giving rather than trying to receive got it right and that's kind of what's been humbling me over over the last five years actually you know um yeah i was at a point where i was doing very well and then life happens mm -hmm. right and it just continues you know i've continued to go through that over time so now i i just look at things a lot differently you know um but but i'm blessed to be in a position that i'm in and be yeah. able to help you know learn from people like yourself like like Thanks, like somebody of my statue or my not my statue my age to wouldn't be comfortable taking advice from a younger person right because it's right. like i know more than you right but in the grand scheme of things you really do too okay but For now sure. it's like no i i should be open because things are changing very rapidly right yeah. the world's changing it's not the way it was back in the 80s and yes. 90s things are different so I need to learn yes. the new way of things are going. So I'm always learning what can I do and then just appreciate the people that you surround yourself with. So. Mm. That's good. That's good. Um, what's the, what's the, some of the more popular questions that you get asked um, from new agents or struggling agents out there that are considering joining your team or they're on your team or they're new to the business? I mean, what's some of the top things that, that they're wondering that you can help alleviate and share? Can I do this? Yeah. Um, That's good. What does work for me? Right. Um, how fast? How soon? You know, um, um, is this everything that you say it is? Hmm. Right. <laughs> and is it? Uh, absolutely. It is. Uh, hands down. Yeah. Um, and more, actually. I think the, the issue, though, is uh, people overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah, not setting the right expectations on the front end that it is going to be tough. Yes. You are going to get beat up. Yes. You are going to go through um, a lot of uh, failure. Yes. But but that's how you learn. And then uh, understanding that no is going to be there. You're going to get people that's going to tell you no. Yeah. But you just got to push through it. Yes. And then um, and then this is long term. This is not the instant quick fix. Uh, you know, you're going to go from zero to hero tomorrow. You know, right. it, it takes time. So. Yeah, it does. It's not an overnight success. It's that's not overnight sure. success. Why do millennials want that? 
I guess because they're looking at us older folks and realizing that time is not promised tomorrow. <laughs> so they want it now. They want the Ferraris and the Lambos and the big house and the jets and everything. And yeah. I mean, I don't really have a problem with that. I, I mean, if you can get it now, you can. Look at look at what's happening on TikTok. There's, there's young kids that's, that's jumping on TikTok and, and making it happen. So crazy. So I get it. But um, but but with this, this is passive legacy yes leaving income that yes. you're leaving to your family yes and and really it's understanding that it's not about the money because you can get the money and then lose it tomorrow yeah if you don't understand how money works right with this at least you're growing yourself to the position that that you know you, you now know uh, uh how to leave a legacy how to be very prosperous mm -hmm. and then how to and really just be grateful for what you do have you know, whatever that is, you know, yes. so. Yes. What's your uh, ultimate goal with all this? Man, my ultimate goal is, is really to help people understand financial literacy, mm. help them uh, realize the world that we're in is changing very fast and educate them so that they can make the necessary changes in all aspects of health, uh, mental, mental mm -hmm. awareness, financial, and then, um, and spiritual, Gosh. you know? Yes. Um, so I'm going to use my wisdom, my expertise, um, to, to, to get that message out there to people. That's good. Yeah. And when you first, um, take us back to maybe a story or a moment when you were growing up, um, at this school of hard knocks in Pasadena, California, <laughs> what's an example of something that, um, really taught you a lesson as a kid or that you learned from maybe one of those stories of origin that you can go back to that somebody that others can relate to. Whew. <laughs> Have me go deep here. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, okay. I can say it was the environment that I was in. Um, my, my, my upbringing, you know, with the, the way my, my family was at the time was middle-class um, and, um, it was dysfunctional, you know, I was in a dysfunctional, uh, family, um, okay. you know, um, parents got divorced, uh, uh, right around high school, hmm. I guess I was looking for attention. So that's why I did all the stuff that I was doing in the streets to, yeah. you know, make mistakes. And luckily though, I've had parents that was like, look, I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made. So they was very strict on me and kind of um, uh, put me in a position where uh, if I don't get my act together, you know, then I'm going to end up in jail or dead or, or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. so it was, um, wow, what story could I share with you? <laughs> Which one? Yeah. Um, when you say you were in the streets, what were you doing? I did everything, man. I mean, hanging with the wrong crowd, you know, uh, yeah. wrong people doing, doing, um, uh, labeled as, as I wouldn't say necessarily a gang member, but you sure. know, you, you could associate yourself with that. Yep. Um, uh, getting into, um, let's just say white collar crimes. Okay. Right. You know, um, where it could have, it could have been really bad for me mm. if I would have continued to go down that road. I wanted to make money, you yes, know, just like yes. everybody else. So I didn't sell drugs, right? But 
but I wanted to. I was. Would that have been the easy thing to do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So what most were doing at that point? Absolutely. Yeah, my cousin. Uh, my cousin was was uh, uh, into that and, and got murdered. You know, and that was life changing for me at the age of twenty one. So I'm I'm in high school, um, and uh, he he got murdered, and it it was life changing for me. Mm. You know, because I was um, he was I was really close to him. And um, and then I never got um, what's it called counseling or anything like that to yeah. to to kind of address that issue at that time, mm-hmm. you know. So it's kind of like you just all right, you know what happened, and you kind of try to move on. But you know, it, it you know that was that was a defining moment in my life. Dang. So that's um, hard. Yeah, that is hard. What did you take away and learn from that? Life's too short. And um, greed can get you in a position where, you know, you can make bad decisions. Um, Trust no one, (laughs) unfortunately. That's hard though, isn't it? Yeah. Especially just getting into the business world and all that and trying to do something. It's a doggy dog world out there. Yeah. You know, people are, are... not in the best. Sometimes everybody's not in the best interest for yourself. So no. you know. No, they don't have the right. They don't have the best intentions for yeah. you. Yeah. And but that doesn't have to define you, though. Like right. that's that's the thing. Like even though I was in that environment, that doesn't define where I'm going. Correct. You know. Um. You look at it as as a stepping stone. Um. And and there's a lot of people in that environment. You know that that um, just based on where they how they grew up. Mm-hmm. you know a certain um way of a way of living and then okay what are you going to do to change it yes right what what, what are you going to do that's going to be different okay yeah it happened right okay right. but that doesn't mean that, that that has to be the end all for you so yes how'd you end up where you're at now with the, the some of the things you mentioned right where you grew up um how you grew up early being a young adult etc to today like you are someone that probably blamed others yep previously oh absolutely you don't now yeah like like no i was playing a blame game for sure you accept responsibility entirely now yeah i do now you maybe weren't as positive previously as you are today right maybe didn't work as hard previously as you have in the well i did work as hard Uh, i was always a grinder okay that's i think that's where i got my entrepreneurship with that's awesome you know i was i was a grinder from day one um i did everything under the sun Driving limos to uh, selling oranges on a street corner. Would Not you, just playing. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Oh, you didn't but I would. I could do that. You would have. You probably still could. <laughs> Absolutely. I could put a team together. <laughs> That's right. Um, what's What's one thing that you enjoyed doing that was like um, unorthodox? It wasn't like so. It's not like selling insurance at all. But I actually enjoyed it. Oh man. What um, What did I? Uh, I was a limo driver. Okay. That was pretty cool. Bartender. Yeah? Yeah. You'd be a good bartender. Yeah. Dylan, he'll be a good bartender. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll make some drinks. I'll be Tom Cruise all he's day gonna, long. He's going to bartend for our for our Christmas party or for next year's yeah. 8% VIP party. Yeah, I'll bartend. He's probably oh, yeah. too expensive, though, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bartending was cool because I wanted to own a sports bar. That was my passion. That was always my goal and dream. Oh, the sports, sports team? Yeah. No, sports bar. Sports bar. Yeah, I wanted to open up a sports bar. Did you? No. Do you but still I was. Want to? I was 
I don't know now because COVID changed a lot. Of, you yeah, know, that's a, it changed business a lot. That's a that's a that's a big change. And David I, said he didn't want to own businesses that he can't run virtually. He said because there's another shutdown coming. Yeah, it, it was, it's it's. I'm grateful now because what if I would have invested all that time, yeah. all that energy, all that money, and then this happened, right? Yeah. And then now I could have been out of business. Then it's like, well, what do you do now, right? Well, At least now you're fortunate to live in Texas, I guess, if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dang. Compared to where you grew up and how they handled California. COVID, right? Yeah, different hmm. different ball game. Yeah, for sure. Um, you mentioned a second ago you, you could put a team together. You're putting teams together now, yeah. right? Um, and you do a really good job of pouring in and developing team members. When, when you have people that are good, you even give them recruits. Like yeah. you help them build their own team. Yeah. Why do you do all that? Because I want them to succeed. You know, um, Jim Rome made a comment that if you help people get what they want, you'll get what you want. So I kind of want right. to always keep that in my mind to help other people get the, to the level of success that they want. Yes. Because then you know that they're not going anywhere, first of all. Yes. And um, and it's, it's really more fulfilling. I'd rather, it's not about me, you know. I'd rather see other people on stage, you know, Bonnie and Bonnie Popovich and, yes. and Shyla Russell and, and Lori Stye and, Christina Lopez, um, the people that that I know have a lot. You got of some killers, man. I do. You got some impressive uh, people. I know all those names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Lori Stye, Bonnie. I met Bonnie Popovich. Um, Shyla Russell. She's the one in Arkansas. No, she's with Bonnie. They they okay. They formed the corporation together. Um, and then you mentioned somebody else. Christina too. Lopez. Christina Lopez. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, all women. I, I'm, all I'm women a, killers. For form a whole women coalition. Uh, coalition. That's right. If you want, hey, you're woman killer. <laughs> I bet if you're still a dude killer, he. Well, still. I personally think women would dominate this industry. I do too. Did you know that fifty one? This was years ago. I don't know. I don't know what's. I think the statistics higher now. Sixty one percent of all licensed agents are women. Really. A few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's higher now. Yeah, I think. I think. But they're not as. I, I'm searching. The reason I say this is I'm looking for extremely impressive, powerful women yeah. that want to be the face. Yes. That want to lead. Right. They want to speak into the industry. Right. I'm looking for those type of yeah, me too. women. Yeah. You know, I know they're out there. Yeah. I know they're out there. A lot of them just, some of them lack some confidence. Right. They haven't had the right support staff and right. system, the right people speaking enough good stuff in their life. Yeah. Or they're taking a backseat to right. their husband or whatever. Right. right. Like, but yeah, there's so many. I mean, there, there's massive companies that only work with women. Yeah. And. Well, because I mean, um, you know, if you look at sales and, you know, this is emotional sale, obviously. Um, but women can get a lot away with a lot more than men can mm -hmm. from both standpoints. When you're talking to a man or talking to a woman. Yes. Um, but once the woman understands her role and what she's capable of, yes, sky's the limit. You know. Yeah, you're right. So it's crazy. I, they, I think they can attract other people that want to come work with them. Yes, they'll attract more women for sure. For, yeah, than for us, you know. So. Yes. Nate said you taught him everything he knows. <laughs> he confirmed it on text. Actually, that's good. Uh, what was what was the big? So if you had to pick something you learned from Nate. Like one big takeaway that Nate really drove home and that you really give Nate some credit for, what would it be? Lead by example. Yeah? Expand on that. Well, Nate's a beast. Um, yeah. The reason why I got into this industry because of Nate. And I knew that uh, when I was 
unsure of myself, Nate would say, here, let me show you how to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's what you want out of a leader. That's awesome. And so, um, so what you do today now, that's what I do today. Yeah. yeah. So here, let me show you how this works. You know, let me, let me hold your hand, hmm. you know, follow my lead. And then, you know, now you have to, like he had yeah. to, yeah. I moved my family to Texas. Yeah. Right. So you literally moved in his backyard Yes. because of this. Yes. That's strong. Did you run? Did you ride along with him? Yes. How much? How often? Oh man. He was, <laughs> how cool is that? It was fun actually. And it was funny cause at the time, because I didn't know this industry, I thought you had to be a certain way. And uh, what would you think? I, I thought you had to present yourself a certain way. Yeah. But Nate was himself. So when we went into the home, Nate was the same person how he is, yeah, how he talks yeah, to you and I. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so you don't have to be different. Yes. Right. I thought you had to carry yourself a certain way because you're in a home. I did everything over what, the phone. Like you got to be a white male 59 and wear a tie. Pretty and, much. And, 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 and be just boring as freak. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. That's what people think. Or, or very methodical how you yeah. talk or, yeah. right? you know, and I just, I thought it was just a certain freeze. I didn't know you could like literally, you had to cuss, you cuss or. You know, you could eat, you could eat or, yeah. you know. Nate but, taught me that one. If you could, you know, if you, if you want to curse, you can curse. Yeah. You know, he taught me that. Yeah, you just be I yourself. I, I don't know if I'm using it, but that. Well, I don't, I don't I'm curse, kidding, but, but. No, I'm not. But I've been it. in homes where they just, yeah. you know, they, they're from New York or the East Coast. and Totally. <laughs> totally. And you're just like, well, in order for you to match and mirror that person, you know, you, you kind of, if, if they're going to buy from you, you better be exactly like them. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. So, but no, nah, Nate, Nate was, uh, he, he, he was the one that, that, you know, set the tone, you yeah. know, and, and created a story and, um, and, and very, uh, if you say you're going to do something, do it right. And that's what, that's what, that's what that's one thing big. about Nate, like, you know, if you say you're going to be here at this time, he expects you to be here at this time. Yep. So, and he instills that to everybody, all of our agents. That's huge. Some of the smaller life examples can be, have the biggest impact. Yeah. Like some of the stuff you're mentioning, like lead by example, do what you say you're going to do. Right. It's like stuff we should be doing, but a lot of times we're not. Right. You know, well, because, because in this industry, you know, you, you have to hold yourself accountable, which most people don't want to do. It's true. And, uh, and then they don't want to admit it. So that's when they go into witness protection program. Right. Or, <laughs> uh, you can't get them back on the phone. Right. Um, oh, witness protection program. <laughs> Or they, you know, they make up all these excuses, yeah. you know, of what they said that they wanted to do, include myself. Right. I've done it, sure. uh, you know, I, and, um, but, but at the same time is I got two kids, I got a wife that, that depends on me. Yep. Right. So, um, you know, you're, you're a business owner, so run a business, treat yes. it like a business, Yes. you know, and then, did, you know, um, did you realize that at first No. that you, you, you were running your own business? Uh, sort of kind sort of, of kind not really, of not to this level not to this level no yeah because now dude, you can hire assistants and recruiters right. and yeah you could have a whole staff you could have an office you have a building you can do whatever you want really right you have a brand you know which you have is a exciting you can have a youtube channel yeah, right. yeah. You can have a podcast you can have a dylan that's right you know? And I'm looking for Dylan. <laughs> I think we've dropped his name like four times this episode, dude. That's got to be a record. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> right? Uh, all right. That's what's going to have. That's what's going to be uh, the next top search on Google Trends is what is Dylan's last name? <laughs> right? Yeah, Five. <laughs> uh, 
what what's the um what's the most like like how much insurance did you sell your first couple of years like walk through those numbers because you, you 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 focus solely on a lot on personal production yeah obviously um, on recruiting too but i did i was averaging about two hundred fifty thousand uh, a year ap being um without it, any experience you're gonna beat our last interview he, he, he was two hundred thousand you're 250 you know i mean yeah um <laughs> and and again i've had life things happen uh, yeah. for me that that i probably could have did more what's your biggest year um that's a good question. I think it was my second year. Okay. Well, second biggest, year um, what about biggest day, week, or month? Like just a number that was like, this was impressive. I know it's you know not comfortable for you to brag about yourself. But yeah, I don't want to brag. You get permission for eight seconds. Until um, you fall off the bull, you get permission to brag about yourself. Um, I think I did. Well, for you talking about in a day or in a month? Either way. Something that was just like. Dang, dude, I, I was all 35, over 35,000 in a month, APV. Boom. And what month was that? Or what year was that month in? Um, that was in my first year in the business. Wow. Yeah. How did you do $35,000 in life insurance in your... And what what month was it? Like sixth month or third month or seventh month? Um, or... I think it was like my sixth month. Sixth month. Yeah. That's good. Who else would like to be like Ron Williams and put up 35K in premium they're six months in the biz. Some people yeah, are the six months. Yeah, you guys used to, somebody else still got a chance. <laughs> but cats are doing that now. Like it's, it's like when you set yeah. the bar like that, oh, it, they're doing yes. that like, like it's nothing. At that time, it seemed like a big deal to you and others. Right. But it happens more prevalently now, oh, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Why is that, man? I've noticed that. Uh, it's you, just that like, like the guy that runs the four minute mile and everybody freaking runs it or what? Well, you have more, you have more products to sell now. That's true. So, you know, you, when you do a half a million dollar annuity, right? Yes. That, that's half the numbers there. Yes. Um, you do a lot of IULs, uh, which is huge in, in APV. And then, uh, and then obviously your mortgage section, your final expense. Yep. And, uh, and then plus um, level of competition. You know, yes. when you see other people doing it and you're like, okay, you know, you want to be number one. Yes. So you're going to yes. go out here and put the numbers up and so forth. But. Mm. What what are you looking for when you're when you're recruiting now? I'm looking for somebody that's business minded like myself yeah. that wants to not just make six figures, but I'm looking for seven figure, eight figure earner that that wants to do something do big. something big. Big. And and I only need a handful. That's right. You know, because um, people that want to also build their team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they want to build. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm not looking for produce necessarily yeah. big producers. I'm looking for builders. Because that's that's the key to this is you want to build, man. you want to build, you want to build, you want to find people yeah. because it multiplies from there. What do you think about this? This isn't going to be popular, but it's my channel, so I don't care. Um, I was sitting by a, a, a guy from one of the top guys with PHP on a charter bus uh, not too long ago. And he said, hey, uh, he said, he said, um, if you want to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, sell. Right. He said, you want to make millions, build. Yeah. I was like, dang. Yeah. He's got a point. Yeah. I mean, how many people do we know that are making seven figures that don't have a team at all? Right. I can't, I mean, I can't really think of anybody. Right. So that got my attention. Yeah.
which is it just backs up everything you're saying too yeah well people wait they wait we we, we play this waiting game yeah i'm gonna wait and see how you do or yes i'm gonna wait till i stick my foot in the water you know do stick your toe in the water you know see how this works rather than just just no go build right now you know because you may meet a cody that's looking for an opportunity and what do you think the likelihood of that is? <laughs> it's very, it could happen. Dude, it can. It could happen. It can. You never know. I mean, people respond to Craigslist ads. And, Crazy. You know. Crazy. So, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Leave us with some, some motivation, some wisdom, something you want to drop on us as we, uh, as we leave. We get a lot of agents that are they're new, they're struggling. Some people, some people are right now watching this, thinking about quitting. Like they're legit thinking about tapping out. And that Ron would be Williams. The, that would be the worst thing you can do. Yes. Right now, we are in the most present time uh, in America to make the most amount of money right now. Yeah, you're right. Um, with, with the way the world is, with everything that's happening with COVID and, and yes. wars going on and uh, people retiring, this is the best time yes. to have to be an insurance agent um, to create a legacy building company. Yes. Right? Um, based on what's going to happen over the next couple of years. Um, so what, you know, what I would say is don't let fear, because mm. I think that's what most people are, don't let fear hold you back. Yeah, you're right. Um, plug into a company, find a mentor, and and just just go for no, baby. Boom, <laughs> oh, that's it. That's good. There's more millionaires in insurance than anything else in the world. In the world. And 40, I think it's like, and don't quote me exact. You guys can look it up and help me out in the comments if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, I'm trying, but we'll see. I think it's like 40% of all the money in circulation was printed since COVID. Ever. Right. Did you see that, Dylan? Did you hear that stat? Yeah, I think Patrick or David said that. I think Patrick so, or David may yeah, have said that so, 8%. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So it is the best time. Like the best there's time. no better time to build, to become a millionaire and build a freaking business. Yeah. And you may just want to do it with Ron Williams.